Hello, I'm Pete Can, laughter leader, positive thinker, and entrepreneur. And you're listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete, where each week I'll bring you tips and tricks to lead a happier, more positive life. Ready? Let's go. So today I'm very, very honoured to have Judith Corona-Small from um, Kapiti in New Zealand, um, who has um, kindly offered to come along to share her her, her views on on laughter, um, but also her, her, a bit of her life story and how it, how it became part of her life. And um, it, it should be quite an upbeat um, interview because we've had a laugh already this morning. So if we go on a bit of a tangent, <laughs> <laughs> apologise for that. Judith, how are you? Great. <laughs> still giggling from the laugh we had thank you <laughs> Perfect. so so first thing I, I suppose I want to sort of start with is um um a little bit about you and sort of how laughter came into your into your life yeah okay well um yep yeah, sure so okay I was uh searching <laughs> So I was at a crossroads. Um, hadn't got to the physical health. Oh, whoops! I hadn't got to the physical health crash that I had later, where laughter was really, really helpful. I was more searching to find myself, and that sounds very, very corny, but if I look back on it, it, it is exactly what it is. Um, so I, I had it in my mind. I, I needed to find meditation, yoga, what was it? I was always Googling around or whatever it was called way back then, um, about 10 or 11 years ago. And, and I was also wanting to, to find um, an outlet to be more spiritual in my life. And my husband, no disrespect to him that I was with at the time, he just really didn't want to know anything about that. Um, but it's, it's been a really important part of me as I've grown. And, and we did... Um, did you know, walk apart after that. So I, one day I was Googling, I was always looking for this, what is it, yoga, meditation. And I just saw this laughter yoga. And there's just been a few times in my life where I've come across something and, and you just know, boom, that's it. Even though I haven't been to it, I don't know anything about it. I just knew that's it. <laughs> so I rang the lady, Linda, in Paikokariki, Kapiti, and had a chat. And, and even booked in for the training before I'd even been for a laughter yoga session at <laughs> the <a> laughter club. <laughs> but I, I remember the first, and because and I'm uh, in my life, I've been kind of partly introvert. And then when I'm really passionate about something, maybe there's a little bit of extrovert as well. So a little bit strange, you know. So <laughs> I got to her house <laughs> on this dark evening in Paikau Creek and stood outside and kind of went, Oh my God, you're either going in or you're going home. <laughs> Quick, make up your mind. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and of course went in and didn't look back. It was amazing, absolutely amazing. And, and really, um, and she was great. And it was a great laughter group. But what was fantastic was everyone was sharing from the heart. And I remember Linda saying, you know, it's a real heart connection. And, and that's what got me. Because I think that, um, again, no disrespect to my family or anything, but for much of my life, I didn't really feel that heart connection that I was looking for. And that sort of really true expression that I wanted to feel with people in that connection. So that's what got me hooked in, is that it just felt 
real and connected to the vibe of love basically without it being anything scary or yucky or anything like that <laughs> and then um after uh let's see not quite sure how it went because that's around about 2010 or 11 the lady that taught me says right now we're going away for three months and you can run the club and i was like because <laughs> i'm not putting myself down but i'm still not a natural born leader so sometimes i find the zooms a little bit uncomfortable unless i'm just sharing like this um because i'm a sharer more than a leader i love sharing I love talking about how I feel, expressing whatever, um, but I'm not so much a teacher leader type. So I was like, oh boy, here we go. But it was the best thing she could have done. So that was great. So I led the, led the club for three months and that got me going. And we had a wonderful time. And yeah, it just, it helped me in many ways. And it was not long after that, that I, I left um, my husband at the time, which I know sounds very, very sad, but for each of us as peoples, probably the best thing because we were just so different and and I really needed to grow that more spiritual side of myself which I didn't have an outlet for before and we we misunderstood each other so from there for me it was really just um growth in every way um mind body and spirit um but I suppose particularly for me at that time it would have felt like a, a kind of a, a self-esteem growth and um, starting to connect to the world and and starting to find where I fitted in. And uh, it was just like the beginning of me finding me, even though I was probably already, uh, hmm, what age would I have been? Early 40s or something. So, you know, I'm a late starter. <laughs> it's better late than never, isn't it? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> exciting along the way when you yeah have these sorts of journeys later on so <laughs> and so so I mean how would you you obviously touched on it enhancing your life in sort of the earlier stages and it sort of helped um like you said you said about your heart which is really 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 quite do, do you want to sort of cut, touch on that a bit more about how yeah yeah I'm really happy to well there's so much to say for the things it's done for me it's like there's that 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 just all of it really I where do I start um it's it's just it's just helped me express um I don't know it's like I it's like in my life I had never quite fitted in and 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 I didn't sort of know why um and I guess I was just really I don't know it just kind of connected somewhere with my soul I guess I did that just sounds so like oh but <laughs> um and even even to the point of um I used to call myself Jude and that was my nickname and once I met somebody and they said you know the names we're given carry a vibration now I didn't know if that was true or not but I loved exploring things so I thought well, that's really interesting. So imagine if the whole time I've been missing the vibration that I was given to come and explore. And the funny thing is, it actually, I mean, it may just be the way I've played it out, but it's actually really made sense. And so some people in the laughter yoga world still call me as Jude, still call me Jude, like Madan. Um, but I've actually over the years been calling myself Judith. So that's why I say Judith, also known as Jude. How confusing. And so I played with it. And 
And it was through opening through something like this where I started to kind of just laugh a lot. And so all the mental chatter was away and, and it's so much easier for inspiration and flow to come. So I took the letters of my name, the J-U-D-I-T-H, and, and, and if there was a vibration to my name and I was learning about everything was energy, for me, it does make sense that everything's energy, although I didn't always used to think so. Um, I wanted to explore what is the J, what is the U, what is the D-I-T-H? And so for me, I've, I've called it... Um, Joyfully unified with divinity, inspiration, truth, and harmony. Now, that's not to say that I am all those things, but I am exploring them and sharing them joyfully, and I love it. And um, and it's just my thing, you know. I, I just love to share and explore it. So it's really cool. It's all big through laughter yoga, freeing me up to play, basically, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting about the name side of things because um. I, I used to DJ a lot um, and my name was Big Pete. That was my DJ name because I was a lot bigger than I am now. And and it was sort of, the, you, like you say, you, you named that now. And I didn't mind being called Big Pete because I had a friend called Little Pete who, funny enough, lives in Auckland now. <laughs> so it was, it was either Big Pete or Little Pete. That, that was the easiest way to defer, you know, to change. But I, I suppose I lived in that skin for all of those years whilst I was yeah. DJing that actually once I stopped DJing and, and I've, I've gone back a little bit recently and started playing some records again and the, you know, the people that used to know me and they're like formerly known as Big Pete, you know, it's just like, yeah. but actually was, was that big bit, like, was it a little bit of a stamp on me? I don't know that it's, it's, but it's interesting. Yeah. I've never thought about that that way, actually. So yeah. Thank you. It's really it. interesting. Yeah. So it's really interesting. Yeah. I really like the idea that you've, you've sort of taken your name and you've, you've put a, a word, I'm already thinking passion, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, it's fun. It's really fun to play with, you know. And yeah. um, you know, just like with laughter, there's no right or wrong. So you know, you just have a play, juggle around with it. It's, it's cool. It really is. Yeah, um, so, so, so yeah. No, you you carry on. You carry. So energy, energy. I think you know, it's taken me a while to people used to. So I had started exploring spirituality and stuff like that, and then. I maybe didn't, it, I was new to it. So, and people would say to me, oh, everything's energy. And then sometimes I'd go, oh, no, it's not. You know, <laughs> actually, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks or not. Actually, it doesn't matter. It's just whatever you feel comfortable with. But, but the funny thing is, these days for me, because I'm doing lots of things where I'm moving, uh, even with laughter, we're moving, you know, the motion creates motion and everything like that. And, and I do a bit of qigong with the breathing and stuff like that with the nature moves. And, and I can really feel the energy. I can really feel things shift. And it's like, oh, now it makes sense to me. So I, I, now it's a, it's a very joyful exploration. So for me, all this is energy and it's just lovely. So um, it really does bring me a lot of joy. And the, and the laughter is a huge part of it. Uh, but so is all the emotion that goes with it. And, uh, and just the sharing with everybody, because there's so much more than just laughing when we laugh with each other, right? Because we, we all go through all these different, you know, and especially at the moment, different, all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. We're quite real with each other, really. I mean, even, even though, of course, at times we, we might just be simply doing playful laughter, um, usually somewhere along the line, we kind of really get to meet the real 
people with each other, don't we? And it's, yeah. it's amazing because they're really sharing from the heart. So yeah, definitely, um, definitely. I do so, love exploring the energy. <laughs> so so I, I've, I've got a little note about Qigong here because I was like, okay, talk to, because I've, I've not heard of it. So, and I'm sure the people listening, um, some people may, some people not. So yes, go for it. Explain it. Please. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to share about it. So uh, first of all, I must say that I'm not a, a trained expert. So I, I've, you know, I've gone and, and led some classes and then you see a person come in and they're kind of like a, a real Tai Chi expert and they kind of look at you. <laughs> and then you go, oh. <laughs> hey, I'm just sharing the joy of the Qigong, you know? <laughs> but um, so, and I've often asked people the difference and even people experienced seem to find it quite hard to tell you the difference of Qigong and Tai Chi. So, you know, Tai Chi is that, you often see the Chinese people in the parks and they're doing a very disciplined sort of a movement with their breath and they're very aligned. And it takes apparently many, many years to perfect that Tai Chi. So the impression I get is that the Qigong's a little lighter. You can learn it a little faster, perhaps a little more modern, I guess. Um, I've certainly had people teaching me and it hasn't been a big deal, you know, whether I've got a certificate or not. But really what it's all about it's about the life force within us. And it's about, they say, cultivating our chi. So that chi, prana, life force, vital energy, it's all the same. Um, it's that um, strand of life within us that moves around our body. Um, without it, we'd be dead. So it's not just the heartbeat, but it's the actual energy. Um, it's in all the plants outside as well and everything alive. And uh, so it brings me um, a lot of joy um, because I love nature and all the elements of nature and the earth. And often um, the moves of Qigong are, are, are often like a story. So the one I really love is the lotus. And it's a story of all the beautiful natural happenings around the blooming of the lotus flower. And so when we're moving, it's not like a mechanical, oh, I'm going to move like this, this, and this. We're kind of breathing. It's almost romantic, actually. <laughs> we're breathing with these beautiful natural scenes of, you know, the snow rabbit that digs the earth and the whatever else, and the fair maiden spreads the spring waters, and then the lotus flower blooms. And so you find that you kind of, like, move. It's, it's so flowing with your breath, and your body just happens to move with the breath. So they say that in stillness be like the pines. You have this lovely aligned body, but without being stiff, it's still able to move. It's called active relaxation. And, um, and in movement be like clouds and water. So it's this beautiful flow and it's so relaxing. Oh my God, it's just <laughs> heavenly. <laughs> it's, it sounds really good, isn't it? It's something- yeah, I love it. <laughs> Yeah. I, I can I can tell that and that's that's what's beautiful about meeting new people and talking it's just when passion comes across it's just you you feel that energy that that you know that it's something and, and it's it's like a flow state as well isn't it where where you're in you, yes. you find something that really makes you who you are exactly you just need to do more of it and it's um okay yeah. so so we'll we'll move back around and we're going to go back to the uh, the laughter ha 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 and so you mentioned you've, you've obviously did some classes and you've obviously uh, um you've done some courses etc with the laughter so i was just wondering some like everyone's got a couple of 
memories like that really stick in their mind when it comes to somebody coming up to them and saying something or something happening for and I was just hoping you'd share a couple of yours yeah yeah I think uh, just over a year ago and the year before that we um I decided to try and uh, get laughter yoga alive because there's not a lot of laughter yoga in New Zealand I, to try and get it alive in a town up the road I thought well that's a bigger town than here and and it doesn't exist there so off I went and luckily a group of people started coming together every week <clears throat> at uh, this lovely lady Michelle's house and um, oh we just had the most wonderful time so we do our usual you know laughter yoga exercises or whatever but it would always have a lovely organic flow because you know what it's like the more playful everybody gets the more playful everybody gets <laughs> So we had times, I, I couldn't only think of one when you asked me about this in preparation. You know, we had times where we just ended up, I used to take a basket of colourful scarves. Um, at that point, we were all women, and sometimes there'd be a couple of guys would come in, and they were all different textures and, and colours and sizes and shapes. And we'd end up dancing around with our scarves and getting our little bongo drums out and dancing around the neighborhood on the lawn. And I mean, it was just amazing. You know, things would, would just, it was like a party each time, but we'd end up not just laughing, but singing, dancing and playing. And um, one time one of our members was um, getting ready to go in for a fairly serious operation. So we, we all felt the healing of laughter, of, of being together through the laughter. And so she just said, can you all give me a healing? It's like, you know, we might not consider ourselves healers, us laughers, but yeah, there we were. <laughs> we had it draped in scarves and we were all laughing around and sending energy. So we had a lovely healing thing going on there. That was another one. And, um, and another one would be, we have uh, Gumboot Day in New Zealand, which is to do with mental health and children. And it's, it's Fred Dagg, if it weren't for your gumboots, where would you be? So we're all out there in our gumboots doing a video. <laughs> Just so many fun things you can do. So that's some of them. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. And, and what, what would you say to anyone that wasn't sure how laughter could help them? Ooh, depends which way they want to. I, I think that... Um, <clears throat> Depends which way they're, 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 what sort of help they're looking for, really. Um, I guess as, as adults, we've just learnt to conform so much um, that we've put the lid on, on so many wonderful things. And I think that, that laughter just uh, breaks open so much that usually I think nearly everyone that comes into laughter finds that they find so much more of themselves, whether it's something that they didn't realize they really really loved and now they feel free to just go and have a passion or uh they find themselves more creative or more motivated but but certainly with so much um quite a lot of loneliness in the world and quite a lot of anxiety and depression and things like that just the connection with people really i suppose is the main thing um where once we get going uh we just feel so connected. I, every single time I laugh with a group of people and I may have never met them before, I always, without fail, come away going, wow, I feel like I just had a party with really good friends. It's amazing. It's, it's so restoring to the soul. I've had many times in my life where I felt really lonely, really. And uh, it's just so good for you to feel that. Yeah. Nice, nice. And um, 
I was hoping maybe we could touch on that. You mentioned you sort of had a health um, right, right at the beginning of the interview. You said yeah. how laughter helped. And I'm not sure if you're happy yeah. for us to go there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, have I got a bit of time here? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is important. <laughs> not very succinct. So, OK, yeah, um, must be about I think it's getting on for four years ago now. Yeah. I, uh, I guess around this time, I probably didn't realise that um, maybe, I suppose, for a year, I was probably doing all sorts of things where I was overloading myself without realising it, as we do. <laughs> and I'd broken up with my husband, um, looking after the kids, trying to study full time and all the rest. Um, and just... Uh, and, and probably developing some really bad habits, you know, maybe eight cups of coffee a day or something like that to try and stay awake and study. <laughs> and even at the time, I'd even let my laughter yoga go, which was the worst thing I could have done. But anyway, came back to it fairly quickly after all this. Um, so I ended up one morning going down to watch my daughter do the cross country at school. And for the first time in my life, having an almighty seizure, um, and, but just before that, I had been asked to walk the kids across to school to go to the loo. And I was like walking and trying, nearly losing consciousness. And uh, that's a long story. Get the kids back to the park and out on the grass. How embarrassing. <laughs> you know, fishing and everything. <laughs> Going purple or blue or whatever colour it was. Thank God I couldn't see myself. Um, and, and out to the count for nearly 30 minutes. But the impact of it was really, really big. Um, so I'm a massage therapist. So, you know, that was me out of massaging for a few months, not allowed to drive for a year, you know, <laughs> um, and ongoing brain fog issues. Um, but more to the point, though, uh, is that um, all the tests, uh, the standard tests in the, in the medical community, just everything came back normal. So then I realised, oh, okay, um, I am trained as a naturopath. I could work this out myself, actually. <laughs> actually do some good self-care for a change, you know. So <laughs> later on, I came back to my laughter. That was a big one. So was the Qigong. Um, and really, it wasn't any one big thing. It was a whole lot of little things feeding in where I just really was out of balance. And... Um, and one of the, the things, apart from all the other wonderful reasons for me to, to do the laughter yoga and to really get back into it again and realise to never let it go again, um, was actually uh, the brain fog for me because um, it was embarrassing. I, you know, really embarrassing. Even like a year later, you know, I'd see people in the supermarket think, oh, no, you know, <laughs> there's that lady. I can remember her first name, but first name, but I cannot remember the husband's name, even though I should. It's just like, oh, God, this is going to be so embarrassing, you know. Um, so it's way, 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 way better, probably 95% better now. And it's all the oxygenating and, the, you know, just the getting the circulation going and much more balance from the laughter and, and all the effects of that. So it really does help pretty much any physical condition, I would say. <laughs> Fantastic. No, thank you for sharing that. It's, um, yeah. it's, yeah, no, it's, it's really interesting to hear sort of, yeah, because, you know, especially, especially at a time like now, because if, if obviously we're in COVID at the moment and there's, there's so much anxiety out there, there's so much yes. depression, there's this like people don't know the fear of the unknown. Um, and, you know, it, it, and I was mentioning it before we started the interview. It's just like how the bubble, like I'm, I'm in this little laughter bubble because again, it could be quite dark the other side and I don't want to go there to be fair. No, um, no. So 
Um, so would you say like it was overwhelm as well, where you had so much going on at the same yeah, time? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely overwhelm. Absolutely out of balance. So busy and out of balance that I didn't even realise I was. And I was just used to being like that. And, and yeah, really just, uh, and yeah, lost control of myself, really, even though I would have seemed normal if you'd <laughs> talked to me or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, now I've got some practices that really work for me, but, but I happen to just love and enjoy them. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So, so I'm just going to touch on the practices as well then. So I'm quite keen to see if you've got any daily habits that you, that you do on a daily basis, obviously. Yeah, usually, um, I've got just at the moment, we just started to get back to work. So I've missed a few of them, but normally probably about five days a week, uh, I get onto Madan's Skype laughter. It just happens to be at the right time of day for me. So I've been doing that for about two years. Um, so with that and whatever other laughter I would do, even before the Corona zoom laughters every day, uh, definitely laughter every day. Um, I, sh I mean, should's not the right word. It would be good if I did practice the Qigong every day. Um, but no, I'm not. But that would be great. Like when I, when I do, I can just bring myself into my core and into a space of balance and calmness. And it is, has a sense of healing really, really quickly, um, similar to, to with laughter as well. So those would be the main ones, actually. Other than that, for me, it's... Um, just going out in nature, just bare feet on the grass or going out, listening to the birds or, you know, so whatever, whatever um, makes you just feel connected or, or calm and it gives you pleasure, you know, it's real, or brings you into the moment. Things that bring me into the present moment are a real favourite for me. Yeah. Perfect. So <laughs> I've, I've got a challenge for you then because you, um, uh, I love it when people say I should. I love that because that means that that means that but they really want to, and they know it's good for them, but they just need some structure in their day. So when when's the best time for you to do? And how long? Actually, first question: How long do you need to do the qigong for to feel the benefit? Honestly, look, even ten minutes would be fine. But um, I mean, it, it would be enjoyable to do it for say twenty. But um, Really, if I was to do 10 minutes every single day, I would benefit greatly. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so you, you've already just told yourself that, which is brilliant. <laughs> That's the next stage. So so when have you got 10 minutes, Judith? Every day, the same yeah, time? Yeah, I think I, could, I can do that in the mornings. Mornings. You think you yeah. can? Yeah. I will, I will commit to doing it in the mornings. Thank you, Pete. Can. I can. <laughs> And I will. <laughs> the will is good with the can. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is this is the thing. It's just like with daily habits, and it's something that I do want to explore more in in this podcast with people. Is that there are things that we should do, and yes. we say should because. And again, I've got my miracle morning routine where I do six things. Sometimes I only do four of them, but I, if I don't meditate for ten minutes yeah. minimum, everything's yeah. out of kilter, and it's like, but it's just. Yeah you know it, it, but it's also having that accountability partner yes, buddy is really important so and yeah. water water can i add water and please yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting so slack with the water like okay i'm doing the two of them now <laughs> perfect perfect well and i'm i'm gonna as, as part of my um my commitment to you i'm gonna check in with you in a couple of days and just going how's, how's it going or even okay, why why don't you 
do like a little video for 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 the group that you know it's it's the world laughter okay. chain but but i'm going to change yeah. the group soon too because it's it's morphing into something different okay. which is which is good so because i'd love to see it and i'm sure okay. people listening would love to see it if you're happy to share very happy and i've always actually wanted someone to be accountable to for this kind of thing so i'm very pleased <laughs> yeah. <laughs> brilliant brilliant okay so so we're going to um we're going to go back to the we keep going off uh, but it's brilliant i love uh, that's what i yeah. love about interviews and chatting and just getting to know people um what what are your two favorite laughter exercises and can we do them now please sure it change you know changes a lot doesn't it but if i go right back to what i always loved and it was the very simple hearty laughter we just like really opening out our chests and our arms and I like to tip my head back because it's really easy when the mouth opens up and just laugh out to the world. (laughs) 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 It's so opening. Love it, love it. The other one is actually the crying we cry down and we laugh as we go up because <laughs> it's always tickled me and 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 i've always actually found it really therapeutic i guess we can all remember times where as a kid we might have sort of laughed and cried well i'm just gonna really enjoy laughing and i'll just do that a couple of times so. so easy isn't it it's so easy That's, i love the humanness of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're so human <laughs> brilliant so um i've also the other thing is like i think which is really important with with the laughter practicing is that um is the grounding at the end of it and um obviously i like to say this is that um judith's going to be um, running a meditation a, a smaller meditation in a second but if you are driving a car operating any heavy machinery or doing anything where you can't really take time out to sort of ground yourself please either turn this down or off what what, what probably not off off's not a good thing but turn it down a little bit because um yeah for obvious reasons so judith can i li- leave it to you Okay, all right, so we're just going to um, be seated or lying or wherever we are, feeling supported by whatever we're sitting on or lying on with the earth beneath us. And we're just coming into the present moment. If there's any thoughts floating in or out of your mind, it's fine. Just full acceptance, however you are, wherever you are. And those thoughts can waft on by like a cloud and you can always pick them up again later. 
just getting comfortable with our own breathing, our own style of breathing. It's quite nice to have our hand on our heart. And we're tuning in to the energy of the new day. Because in laughter, so many times we come into the present moment and each moment in itself can be like a fresh start. So if you just imagine yourself outside um, between the, the darkness of night and the lightness of day and listening to the dawn chorus of the birds and this song is just so joyful and free. We just allow ourselves to sense it in whatever way we sense it or imagine it or hear it, feel it. And we notice as the light starts to rise and come up that we see the beautiful dew in the grass. We have our bare feet on the earth. And we notice those little droplets of water that are a beautiful, perfect round sphere. And as the light shines through, is a gorgeous rainbow-like shimmer. And this gives us a beautiful feeling all the wonderment of nature. And right now, everything feels just right. The sun starts to rise and warm us with its beautiful light rays. We're feeling bright and strong and well as we're breathing in this beautiful light. Out here in nature, we're connected with all the elements, the air element coming in through our nose and out through our mouth or nose. The water element that we felt under our feet and seen in the little droplets, the spheres. And the beautiful fire element through the light, the earth beneath our feet. And here we feel at one with nature. So with our hands on our heart, we're just feeling the rise and fall of our chest as we breathe. And feeling in tune with the rhythms and the flow of nature all around us. And to bring our consciousness back, 
we'll just stroke our arms or flex our hands or have a stretch. And open our eyes to the new moment. <laughs> That's lovely. Thank you so much for that. Um, if anybody has enjoyed this interview as much as I have and would like to reach out to you, where's the one place you would say, come here and I'm, I'm more than happy to talk to you? Okay, so probably the easiest way then would be actually Torima Health on Facebook, which is T-A-U-R-I-M-A, Torima Health. And it means to treat with care in Maori. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And I'll put, I'll put all that in the show notes anyway, so people will be able to click on the link, not a problem. And, and so final <laughs> thought, um, what three things bring you joy? Yeah, it's hard, isn't it, when there's so many things that bring you joy. Ooh. So, yeah, I mean, all the obvious things bring me joy. But I, I loved that question, actually. Um, there's certain essences that really bring me joy because they open me up to the other joys. And one of them is presence, anything that brings me into the present moment where I actually, the mental chatter's out of the way. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And I'm in the flow um and i'm in tune so i find that that laughter does it for me uh the, the qigong the relaxation meditation anything where we're moving energy um and becoming unstuck so where i'm in the present moment able to be in the flow and in tune and that in tune thing is really interesting because it's it's like um becoming more in tune with myself uh whereas before i would would have just been too um busy thinking everything out uh, now it's like there's more space, actually, which is really cool. <laughs> and um, and so I can be in tune with my intuition, which is intuition with myself. And uh, and that's really cool because there's a lot of exploring to do <laughs> and then lots to share. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete. To access today's show notes and exclusive content, please head over to pecan.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for your next dose of laughter and positivity. Until then, remember, if Pete can, you can.